Welcome Brat Brack. <laughs> Welcome Brack to Brain. Brain Ramen Raid. Ramen Raid. <laughs> Welcome back to Brain Lemonade. You got it. <clears throat> we actually had time to watch some stuff. Re- We're well, allowed to say that, right? Yeah, that was our old name. <laughs> that was we our can, old name. We can still say it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's We haven't done a movie specifically yet yeah. on our new rebranding. Re, re-randing. <laughs> Re-randy. <laughs> Speaking of, the director of the next two movies is uh, Ryan Johnson. I think so. I thought it was Rian Johnson. I could be wrong. Um, Considering that he was born in Maryland... Okay. I feel like... Rian? I'm just Ra- kidding. Ryan. <laughs> I was going to say, I kidding. feel like since he's American, that it's you just You mean Maryland? Ryan. I'm just kidding. Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> Welcome to Maryland. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's... Uh, Knives Out. Knives Out and Glass Onion. A Knives Out story. Yes, but what we're dubbing this episode... Hang on, I got to look at it because I keep forgetting it. Glass Knives, Onions Out, you know what this episode's about. Right? Yeah. You're, uh... Flo? Flo is very Rhett and Linky. Oh. Which... Oh, I'm sorry. That's not bad. I love I'm those sorry, guys. Guys. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it sounds like a weird, you know, segment title that they would do. Uh... Well, I like the name of this episode. I do. Uh, I never said I didn't like it. There's a cool thing that I want to get off right off the bat of this is uh, I wasn't trying to be Rhett and Link. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, I I love Daniel Craig in both movies. He's awesome. And he's kind of what really ties them together. Oh, I mean, he's the only. Really makes it just awesome and good, you know. Uh, And the other thing is. Uh, no, you don't need to watch them in any order. Not yeah, really. And, uh, yeah. and like, there's a reason to like both for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like saying that, oh, I'm going to like Glass Onion over Knives Out. Like, not really. I kind of felt like. I like them both. I like them both for different equally. reasons equally. Yeah. like But for different reasons. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely try not, since it's mystery, it's going to be really hard not to spoil some things. One thing we will say is I believe we've done Knives Out. Yeah, what I can't remember what <clears throat> our episode was before. Well, if we have, that means it's okay to spoil that one. But Glass Onion, it is still new. We will try okay. to keep it secret as possible. I'll try. Yes. Um, so. But how do you, do you want to talk about Knives Out first? Yeah. So that one came out in 2019, um, directed by Ryan Johnson. Obviously, we already talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot is a de- eccentric de- te- te- detective. Good <laughs> lord. Detective. Detective. <laughs> okay. A detective investigates the death of the patriarch of an eccentric combative family. Damn. That's a sentence. Why can't I talk today? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the family is very eccentric. Um, the So, Daniel Craig, Craig plays Benoit Blanc, who is Benoit the detective. Um, 
some of the family members um, in this family is Chris Evans, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer. He's the dad that uh, dies. Um, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, yeah. There's Did you say Anna de Armas? Anna de Arm. Well, I was just going over their family stuff. Oh. oh, and Michael Shannon. And Michael Shannon. And Tony Collette. Did I not say Tony? You Collette? said Tony Collette okay. and Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. And Michael Shannon, and then the <coughs> Daniel Craig as the investigator, and then Anna de Armas. Um, she was basically Marta. Marta, and she was. I think she was like. A nurse slash just kind of ended up being sort of like a family friend companion for mm-hmm. she's a nurse yeah. harlan um because he was you know old and alone in his home um he the harlan the father patriarch that yeah. he dies um he was like an author and had um of like mystery books obviously which you know makes sense for knives out um and you know had a big eccentric mansion that had you know like weird doors and like you could hear people coming through like walking down the stairs you could hear things through the vents you know big old weird house and he was a mystery writer so it fit the in total like the total aesthetic and the vibe mm-hmm. i believe he did it on purpose yeah uh unfortunately chris Frumber, christopher Plummer died about a year ago oh yes. that's right yeah um he was 91 Dang, big long life. That is a long life. Yeah. Um, and so uh, basically the family is all together for his birthday and uh, they're all, I'm not going to say like shady, but like throughout the movie, you kind of figure out that they all kind of had their own reasons, like why they would be suspect in right. killing him, which. So that means they're all shady. They're all <laughs> shady. And I mean, like, could you imagine like going to you know your grandpa's party and he dies and everyone in your family is a suspect of killing him like all your family your aunts your uncles your brothers your sisters or whatever are all shady people that would want to kill your grandpa for some money money or or whatever power or (laughs) secret or tony collette did such a good job at the you know what do you mean (laughs) you know that was fun Um, but, um, so basically, you know, the Benoit Blanc comes to investigate because he was, um, anonymously asked to be there. Um, and throughout the movie, you know, the actual, well, like the sheriffs and police and stuff are, Mm -hmm. you know, doing their job trying to figure out who killed, you know, Harlan. Um, but, you know as a legit detective Benoit is like more like perceptive of weird clues and stuff and uh you know trying to you know figure crack out, the code crack the case yeah and there's like all these like misdirects which is kind of cool um like you think it's one person and then you're like oh yeah they totally did it oh yeah, yeah they totally did it no they did it this was like yeah this movie kept me guessing guessing yeah for sure the other one not so much i kind of looked at nicole i turned nicole told her who it was for this reason and i was about 
85% right. Right. <laughs> and yeah, we'll get into Glass Onion in a second. But like, it was just interesting because they all, you know, turn on each other. And like, another reason that they're all still kind of there is that they're waiting for the will to be read um, for, you know, this eccentric author that has you know a publishing company and a ton of money and a big house and a big house a and mystery yeah and so obviously everyone you know they think they know that they're already in the will and they just want to you know get their just desserts i guess right um and so they read the will and he ends up leaving everything to um marta yeah, his, his nurse, nurse. And they like freak the shit out. They're like <laughs> they're all nice and shit to her before, and then it happens, and they're just like, "Oh wow, you, you dickheads!" Right. <laughs> like, and I think you giant spoiled babies. I would use the word nice loosely, like they're. Well, I mean, they weren't nice to her, but they were, you know, at least considerate. Right, but I feel like they're just <clears throat> they're like if she wasn't taking care of their grandfather, father. That they probably wouldn't be very, you know, nice to her. Right. Just because they're, you know, rich, weird people. I don't know. Not trying to whatever. But they (laughs) do say, like, really not very good things to her, like, after. Like, she's the help. Yeah, she's the help. And, like. It's like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) I think she even says that. Like, one of the the youngest uh, thromby, Meg. By, uh, played by Catherine Langford. Uh huh. Like even it was like the help. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Right. <laughs> like, and <clears throat> like they know they find out that you know her. I think her mother is undocumented, living in the United States, and they kind of like try to like blackmail her into like we're gonna turn your family into immigration if you don't give our right. will are things back to us that have been, it's like, uh, you know, yeah. supposedly bequeathed, bequeathed upon. But yeah, I was like, that's a shady ass thing to do. Right. Oh, and another kind of interesting thing about Marta, her, her quirk, I guess she can't lie. Yeah. And if she lies, she gets like, she barfs. She vomits. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people, including the investigators, like kind of use that to their benefit and the family in not, you know, probably not the best way. Right. Like we said, we're going to kind of probably tear this one down less than Glass Onion because Knives Out has has been out since 2019. Right. Um, It is rated PG-13, surprisingly. Mm. It's two hours and ten minutes long. Uh, I do have some other, I guess, other details. Do you want me to read any trivia or are you going to read oh yeah you could do some trivia i was just going to say the cinema photography was done by steven okay. yedlin and uh edited by bob ducassi du wait duke duke say i don't duke know say? <laughs> sure oh well i'm sorry john d um yeah released was september 7th huh may it it made 311.9 million. Nice. What yeah. was the budget? 40. Oh, so they way. Yeah. Nice. That was a very profitable movie. <clears throat> um so one of the biggest funniest scenes uh in my opinion in the movie is when uh Ransom the um Chris Evans character mm-hmm. tells everyone to eat shit. 
eat shit. Eat shit, eat shit, eat shit. Originally, um, it was scripted to tell all of them, fuck you. Mm. But he removed it to keep the movie to be PG-13. Nice. Because um, you can only have one fuck in a PG-13 movie. Oh, right. Um, but uh, it was Chris Evans' idea was to use eat shit because he said that to his family when he was younger. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. More personal. I like it. Right. What I My favorite part was, because you notice right off the bat, and I don't want to give it away for people who haven't seen the movie, but I mean, like we said, we're going to get into it. It's uh, the blood splatter on her shoe. Right. You see it right away. And even at the end, Benoit was like, Nah, I knew it wasn't you. I knew it wasn't you. Like, like, how did you know? Because I saw the blood on your shoe from the beginning. Right, from the very first time I the met you. The very first day I met you. And it's just like, I fucking saw it. Mm-hmm. The very damn moment. Like, And I was like, sum up with that. <laughs> right. That she never addressed it. Right. I was like, what? Like, uh, My other favorite thing about this, uh, if, if you own the DVD or the Blu-ray... I guess we gotta say Blu-ray 4K. Mm-hmm. If you own that disc, if you own the disc, I think you could take off the sleeve and flip it around, and it'll point to Ransom. Yeah, because the sleeve, then when you pull it, it's clear and it has a whole bunch of knives pointing, yeah. and it'll it points right to uh, the person that did it. Yeah, so um, that's pretty cool. It's if it, anyone has it, please do that and tag us in it. Yeah, that'd be su- super cool to see. Um, one thing I noticed in the movie that I, well, it was just a prop, but it was a coffee cup that says, my house, my rules, my coffee. Uh-huh. And it w- that mug was made for the movie. Uh, and now you can buy it as like Knives Out coffee merch oh, cool. or whatever. We yeah. should get one. Yeah, I kind of want one. Christmas. Right. Next year. Next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good mystery. It kept us on our toes. Yeah. And... Uh, I think... I recommend it greatly. Yeah, and it was interesting because, you know, like I said, everyone had their own motive to want to kill him. And at the end of the movie, everything gets cleared. Like, the air gets cleared. All the secrets and Mm -hmm. the money and... It comes to a conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, some resolution with some of the big details that about these people that you know other people didn't other family members didn't know right so and that's what kind of makes glass onion pretty cool it's not necessarily a sequel that's why it's called glass onion a A knives out story or mystery or whatever Mm -hmm. um but it did have that long like who is it? What is it? What's going on? Yeah. Why? You know, yada, yada. And that's what made it really good. Yeah. Uh, and the kind of, the cast was incredible. Yeah, the cast was awesome. The cast was incredible. Um, are we transitioning over to Glass Onion? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's do that. So I'm just checking so I make sure I have it up on the right stuff. We're getting, getting most of our info from IMDb, Wikipedia, and uh, some quick facts on Google. Um uh, Glass Onion came out in 2022. I can't remember the exact date. Uh, that one's also PG-13. It's two hours and 20 minutes. And man, this cast. So happy that Daniel Craig came back as Beignet Blanc. Benoit. Beignet, Benoit Blanc. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Beignet. <laughs> Benoit. Um, Edward Norton is in this. Yeah. It's crazy. For I some used... reason, I feel like he was like, was gone for a second. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
when I was, you know, in college and I saw Fight Club for the first time, like, Edward Norton was, like, my favorite person. Right. And he <clears throat> hasn't had very good years, I feel like, yeah. lately. But I was glad to see him in this kind of movie. Yeah. Um, Kate Hudson was next to him, along with David Bautista. I I love David Bautista. He yeah. does such a great Drax, and he's kind of, like, a really, like, humble person. Yeah, so, like, in real I life, mean, at the he's moment, a yeah. pretty... Um, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, which we all love ourselves and Catherine Hahn. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be honest. She hasn't even been, like, to me, a rising star. I have been liking her, like, loving her since the first thing I can remember her in. Yeah. Like, Catherine Hahn is awesome. I didn't know that this was Leslie Odom Jr. until much later. Yeah. Um, took us a second. Um, Jessica just- Henwick. What? Yeah, I was gonna say we're just used to seeing him on stage, right? Well, recorded on stage, whatever. And then Madeline Klein, w- along with a few other uh, random guest appearances mm-hmm. that make you like not throw you off the scent, but are like, wait, why? Wait, wait what? <laughs> like, yeah. So, but it's a good whodunit mystery crime drama thriller. Mm-hmm. Um. It has laughable moments. It has like, it has laugh out loud moments and giggle to yourself moments for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and it also has the you know the big mystery of like, huh? What? <laughs> like wait? Yeah. Um, and uh, directed and written by the same person, uh, Ryan Johnson. Uh, and I believe that they're already working on a third one as long as Ryan and. Netflix. Daniel said that they would come oh. back. As long as Daniel and Ryan came back, they said that they'll do more. And, mm-hmm. and I believe they're doing more. I believe the third one's like getting written right, right like right now. Anyway, um, do you have a synopsis for this one? Yeah. Um, so, so five <clears throat> longtime friends are invited to Greek island home of millionaire Miles Braun, who's Edward Norton. Um, all five of them know Braun from way back in their life and owe their current wealth and fame and careers to him. The main event is like a murder mystery weekend with Braun to be the victim. In reality, they all have reasons to kill him, but Benoit Blanc is also invited the world's greatest detective. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think the... Another really kind of cool thing, because, I mean, it's a private island, Greek island home. Right. Um... And I think it takes place, like, during COVID. Yeah. So, like, they were wearing masks and, ta- like, people were, when they were communicating, they were, like, doing video chats and stuff. Which giving vaccines. Getting weird vaccines. Shot in the mouth. They were yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like, what the heck? And then they were like, well, what does it do? What does it do? And he, the guy they didn't just even say doesn't anything. They say just anything. walks away. You're good now, right? <laughs> uh, what I did like about this one is the glass onion is uh, is a different meaning on like a bunch of different levels mm-hmm. but the biggest part about it was uh it was uh he has like a big office made of glass that looks like an onion mm-hmm. uh, on the upper floor and it, it that just looks incredibly cool yeah like it's so cool and i mean it's a little obviously it's pretentious but it is cool to see like, yeah an office building that looks like a uh <laughs> an onion made of glass yeah um, and so, yeah, these group of people are there, um, to figure out a murder mystery and 
Edward Norton supposed to be, <clears throat> excuse me, the victim. And like things just happen. Right. Like it was all supposed to be like scripted and every like he had figured everything out and they go to dinner the first night and Benoit is like but up but up but up but up and yeah. like figures out the murder mystery with because it was supposed to be a whole like weekend yeah he figures it out in like 10 minutes and completely like ruins the surprise right um so then you know other weird things transpire when you get like a group of rich smart wealthy people together yeah like things just start happening and uh that's where it's like a murder mystery turned into like because then they're on an island as well it's like a an escape room yeah almost you yeah know? and that's what kind of sets it apart from the other movie is that it's not really just a mystery mm -hmm. it's more of a oh my gosh you know what i mean seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah like how like oh that's fun you know yeah. what i mean um, obviously, I think, you know, like if I were to pick one over the other, I still love Knives Out. Mm -hmm. A Glass Onion, though, was still good. I, I don't hate it. Yeah. You know, um, some of the reviews said that it feels like a step back from Knives Out. And I don't think like that at all. I no. think I almost think it's almost the same. But like if I were to pick a favorite, Knives Out. Right. You know? I don't even think it's like a step back or a step forward. Like, it, I think right. they're on the same step. Yeah. For sure. And I it's guess just a different type of mystery. Right. Like, it's not just a murder mystery. It's, like, a political right. and, like, well, cause other like, mystery. Yeah, and think about it the other way, too, is, like, because, like you said, political. The first one was family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, Glass Onion, is a group of friends who all are doing their own thing, trying to, like, I don't know, make a fortune or whatever. Right. And uh, Miles Braun, Edward Norton's character, kind of... Not like bankrolls all of them, but he's like supportive. They're in, benefactors yeah, sometimes. Yeah. In all of their, you know, ambitions. So they have a lot of their, you know, success to owe to him and having, you know, I owe you this. They're, that type of character mm -hmm. is going to hold that over you to get you to do the things that he wants you to do. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, and it's, oh man, it's really hard not to talk about a whole lot without giving it away. Um, the other, oh, the other thing that made him super pretentious, though, in his glass onion, and if you looked out his window, you could see his favorite car sitting on the roof. In, uh, like, another smaller glass onion, <laughs> like... Or was it just on a platform? I can't remember. Oh, it was, Regardless, yeah, it was they on were display, like, for sure. Why is your car up there? Well, there's no roads on the island. Oh, ah, smart. Okay. <laughs> like, right. What? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna spoil. I don't think this is a spoil, but there is a murder that happens. Yeah. Um, to still make it kind of a murder mystery, but there's just more to it, I guess. Yeah. There's other things behind it's, each. It person. feels more, yeah, like kind of a helping hand of investigation. Yeah. 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 Compared to the other one, where it was like. You're not getting help. You're just being like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then you get revealed. You right. Know? So, but I still loved it. I still had a good time. It was still goofy. Uh, it was still fun to look at and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't even... What would I rate this movie? I'd give I, it like a 87. I, I was going to say 84. So 87 sounds good. Yeah. 
Um, for me personally. Yeah, 87. But I give Knives Out like a 92. Yeah. That one I'm kept me going. I'm up there too. Because so. I feel like when Knives Out came out, like there really hadn't been movies like that, maybe. Right. Or at least not on our radar. I mean, there always have been. But it's been a while since a good one came out. Like a one that, you know, had, you know, big people and super popular yeah, stuff Yeah, that was at least it. interesting. Yeah. And it's, yeah, like I said, each movie had such a big cast that you're like, oh, great. Like, the problem with right. the problem with big cast is, like, his personality is going to clash. And it never really did. It still felt natural, kind of like they all had to spend time with each other. Yeah. You know? So that was fun. I wonder if they did, like, just were on that actually on that island filming and like stayed on that island <laughs> that would be, be interesting cool. uh do you want some trivia yeah sure okay <laughs> speaking of fight club so one of the paintings in miles Braun's living room uh-huh. is edward norton's face on brad pitt's body <laughs> from fight club <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was kind of interesting uh ryan johnson stated that he considered having a running joke of daniel craig having a different heavy accent in every movie (laughs) without any explanation at all just he has a different accent every movie but they decided not to darn Um, Uh, both would have been okay to me right uh and the um one of the books in blanc's bathroom floor which is uh his home because that he was on like a video call with Oddly enough, Angela Lansbury from Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> Murder, She Wrote. Um, and uh, R.I.P. It was one of her last on-screen things before she died. Dang. Um, but it's called Kane's Jawbone, which is a murder, one of the very first murder mysteries published in 1930. Oh, nice. And the pages are printed out of order, and it's only been solved solved three times. Oh, which is kind of an interesting book. I didn't know that that existed. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, but I also was going to say that it was kind of cool because in Knives Out, like, there was a couple things that, like, were kind of inferred that Benoit was gay. Mm. Um, but no one really, like, it wasn't really confirmed. But in uh, Glass Onion... They his, confirmed he, They confirm it. Okay. But let's not tell who Okay, it was. they confirm it. Yeah, they can see with who, his, is, who his lover who his is. Who his partner is, yeah. <laughs> Which is it awesome. It was good. It was good. It was fun. Dang it, I wanted to say, but I won't say. Because it <laughs> yeah. was a good um, thing. Oh my gosh. This one, so uh, just before the guest arrives, Miles is playing Blackbird by the Beatles on his guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is from the 1968 White Album, which also has the song Glass Onion on oh. it. But in the movie, he was, like, playing that song, and they all arrive, and they're like, oh, the Beatles, that was beautiful. He's like, yeah, this is the guitar that, you know, (laughs) Paul wrote it on. And he just, like, throws it in the dirt, and I'm like, (laughs) even if it wasn't the guitar. I mean, he's a rich guy, so it probably was, but I was just like, no, how (laughs) could you? Yeah, as a musician, I would have been like, set it down gently. Don't even touch, don't even look at it. <laughs> don't even look at it. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. But there's a, I just don't want to like re- read other, it was one of the first major movies to address and acknowledge COVID nice. and lockdown within its story. That's cool. Yeah. Um. That's probably what made it more. Yeah. 
I oh. guess real for me for a second. So God. that's that's cool. What? Um, Kaylee Kuko, Kuko, Kuko. Uh, <laughs> she's from Big Bang Theory, the pretty, oh the, yeah, 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 like blonde. Yeah, yeah. Auditioned to be Birdie, but that went to Kate Hudson, mm. which I think Kate Hudson did an awesome job. <laughs> Kate Hudson was fun. Yeah. She like everyone nailed their role, their part. They had fun, mm-hmm. and like you had fun with them. It was it was a riot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cat emerges. Um, there's a whole bunch of like these people were with these people. Oh, in other movies. In other movies. Oh, that's okay for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's. Um, Knives Out 3 already has a page on IMDb yeah. um, set to come out in 2024. Oh, um, so soon. Yeah. Um, it says Plot Unknowns, a sequel to Glass Onion. I guess so, uh, I guess since <clears throat> Daniel Craig is in 007, then mm-hmm. it seems like everything, he's, he's finding a new niche, new character. Right. New area. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I'm excited to see, like, because like, they can't just, like, m- do a family murder again. They can't do, like, this, you know, professional weird murder mystery party. So it makes right. me wonder, like, what What's comes next? next? Yeah. You know? Have some fun. Yeah. I think... They got the competition, too, because I know Murder on the Orient Express came out and then the sequel. But that one... Murder on the Nile? Yeah, yeah, or Death on the Nile. Or Death on the Nile. But those ones yeah. aren't, like, as fun as... Right, but that's what I'm saying, right. is that they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So, got some competition, but get to the topic before they do or whatever. Right. I know those are based off books, but right. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait to see what comes next same. for Knives Out. Yeah. Knives Out. Knives and maybe out. more like it. I didn't... I, I, I guess I should have done a little bit more deep research, but I didn't know if they were making a TV show off it, but probably not. I hope I'd that they just stick movies. to movies. Yeah, Netflix, don't don't overdo it. Right. Okay? Just Not now, not this one. Okay? Yeah. Just keep getting your big cast and writing your fun story, and we'll call it good. Right, and we'll <laughs> be there. And Daniel Craig. Yeah, he's yeah. the only cast that's been confirmed for number three. Well, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. but good yeah yes good good yes yes well uh besides squeezing your brains we get to go watch some stuff again yeah we're gonna go put a movie on bye bye we'll talk to you later